there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I went to dinner at a friend's house. I have to be so careful about how I say this, but it was like a small group of friends and I brought two bottles of wine. Everybody like brought something. And then the host ordered pizza. This is writer Kiara Atik. And before we go any further into this anecdote, you need to know that there's a service called Venmo. People use it to pay their friends small amounts of money. You can Venmo money. Or you can get charged by your friends. Get venmo And it was a really nice evening. And we had pizza and drank wine and had dessert. And then left. And like three days later, I got venmo like $10 for the pizza. <laughs> I was so shocked. <laughs> like, and is there like a statute of limitations on Venmo? From Gimlet, I'm PJ Vogt, and this is Reply All, a show about the internet. The fact that somebody got charged for pizza after bringing two bottles of wine to a party is not that big a deal. But it's the kind of thing that if it happens to you, you obsess over it. You ask your friends about it. It comes up in interviews with podcasters. The one place you don't mention it is on social media. A, you'd sound petty. And B, despite all the hand-wringing about our national oversharing epidemic, there's still a short list of taboos. And money's on it. I would die if anybody saw my recent Google searches or, like, my credit card bill or transactions, you know? Just, like, Dwayne Reed, $15. Like, any, just the minutia of what you spend on, I think, is, is very private. Kiara, though, has found a place on the Internet where people do share all this private information. Information that in any other social media they would never mention. It's Venmo, the site where Pizzagate took place. Venmo's front page shows a feed of transactions. It's just a list of people and what they spent their money on. Blake paid Andrew, Reason, Utilities. Jillian paid Nicole, Reason, two martini emojis. Reading through this list is an exercise in utterly mundane details with some bad jokes thrown in. You know, four times a minute, somebody makes a joke about paying for sexual favors. And yet, Kiara loves reading this. It's a really weirdly, surprisingly addicting feed to look through. People are surprisingly honest and unthinking in their Venmo transactions, and it's so not dressed up. It's fascinating. This is what people are doing with their lives. Part of the reason she loves it is that she thinks it's the one place on social media where people aren't so image conscious. Kiara thinks you can find real stories here in this shoebox of the Internet's receipts. For example, last year, she got stuck on this one girl. This girl that I see maybe like once or twice a year at parties. Melanie. She caught Kiara's eye because of these weird notes between Melanie and Melanie's girlfriend. 
first of all, the notes were very terse. Like, couples on Venmo tend to be pretty cutesy. Um, like, emoticons or, like, you know, nice messages. But these were very, very utilitarian. In all these utilitarian notes, Melanie was charging her girlfriend for stuff, which is unusual in a relationship, to live with someone and constantly be billing them. To Kiara, it looked like maybe it was a breakup. And then it started to be for, like, half a couch or, like, half a chandelier. And it actually would say that? It would say, like, half a couch? Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a very acrimonious breakup where they were really dividing their property. Of course, it's one thing to make up a story out of snooped financial histories. But how accurate is the story you make up? Actually, pretty accurate, it turns out. We found Melanie. Well, I was living with my girlfriend, and uh, we broke up, and I had to move out. And, um, and so, you know, it's New York City real estate. I couldn't take our, you know, sectional couch and our chandelier. So uh, in a sort of, um, you know, spiteful manner, I guess, that I only now realized I charged her for half of all of our furniture um, on Venmo. Before they were dividing furniture, Melanie and her girlfriend had been happy. They first met on the internet, but then discovered they already lived in the same building. And a year later, they were living together on purpose, in the same apartment. After a while, though, they started having problems. Melanie's girlfriend started cheating on her. Melanie found out when she checked her call logs on their shared phone plan, cross-referenced the number with Facebook, and found the other girl. She was hurt. She was humiliated. And she wanted everybody to be on her side. So she went on social media and started telling the story of her breakup the way she wanted it to be told. I had been wronged um, and that I was the victim and that I was always the good guy and doing everything right and nice and polite and just sort of like the stellar champion of a bad situation so that people would really sort of do, I mean, not not, not pity me really, but um, just sort of see that I was really the good guy. And in all of her social media, she carefully curated everything she did. Even when her ex took pot shots at her on Instagram, thumbs downing pictures of Melanie's dog, Melanie didn't take the bait. Online, she acted magnanimously. She played the blameless victim. Everything she did in her social media was designed to bolster that image. Everything but Venmo. I, I think that I didn't handle everything perfectly, um, but the only glimpse into that is definitely through the through the financial transactions, oddly enough. I, I can think back to conversations where she might have been trying to... Um, talk things out and be, uh, handle the situation like adults. And I, you know, go to a bar and then charge her for half the couch or whatever. So I would, you know, send uh, follow-ups so that she would get constantly pinged that said, you know, Melanie's requesting this payment. Melanie's requesting this payment. Kiara, of course, had been watching the whole thing unfold through these random little transaction windows. But having witnessed the pain, Kiara also got to witness a happy ending. Eventually, Melanie's transactions begin to tell a story of a person working their way through a breakup. Kiara starts to notice post-breakup single girl on the town payments. Pizza night with the girls. Those gave way to on-the-prowl dating transactions. Taxi, dinner, drinks. And then eventually serious relationship transactions. Little plane emoji and like clearly like weekend away transactions. Melanie never knew Kiara was watching. She actually only found out when we reached out to her for this story. And I thought she'd be freaked out by that. It's mortifying to think that somebody you barely know was spying on you while you were at your worst. But she was surprisingly okay with it, if a little confused. I do do my, you know, fair share of light stalking here and there, but I've never looked at a Venmo feed 
Um, so I, I knew it was there. I just really didn't think anyone would ever look at it. Um, you know, a list of financial tra transactions, you know, among everything you can find online about a person never struck me as something of interest. I would have felt kind of exposed. You didn't feel that way? No, I didn't. And I think part of that is because, in fact, the story has a happy ending and I'm very happy now. But, you know, the, the breakup at the time was a very difficult uh, thing for me. And it was a hard time in my life. And I was upset and sad all the time. So I can imagine if I'd seen this closer to that period, um, I might have had a different reaction. Um, you know, I think anybody really does know that <clears throat> your Facebook, your Twitter, your, your Instagram, um, I mean, I'm making those. Uh, they're not sort of stories written about me. Um, and I guess in a way, Venmo is more like a story written about me, even though I wrote it too. <laughs> um, and I, I think I'm totally okay with that. We got really intrigued by the idea of this kind of story. And we wondered if there are other ones like it, hidden away in the financial detritus collected on the internet. So we decided to do some light Venmo stalking ourselves. What we found, coming up after a short break. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can upgrade your home with up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages from top brands like Maytag. Enhance your kitchen with the exclusive Maytag French door refrigerator and fingerprint-resistant stainless steel only at the Home Depot. And with dual power filtration on the Maytag Tall Tub dishwasher, you can skip soaking and scrubbing. Right now, get Memorial Day savings up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid May 16th through June 5th. U.S. only. See store online for details. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% .9 pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Accenture Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Welcome back to Reply All. So we went out hunting for stories hidden in financial transactions, and they're out there. We found a 32-year-old woman who just moved back home with her parents. Her brother emailed her money with a note that just said, sanity. Turns out this woman was finishing her dissertation and moved back in with her parents for the first time since high school. She needed a little disposable income that she wouldn't have to justify to her mom and dad. We found another memo that said, quote, hush money for the time you saw me get beat up and didn't say anything. It was from somebody who was paying her parents back for a $4,000 loan. She was paying it in weekly $50 installments, and each one included in the comment some childhood memory she had of them. And then our producer, Lena Masitsis, found this one. A guy named Evan had charged somebody for advice. Lena was curious, so she called him. I, this might sound crazy, um, 
And it's really kind of the first time I've ever told like a complete stranger that I do this, but, um, people actually pay me for advice. So, um, and you know, he, uh, he wanted a minute of advice. Okay. Super backtrack. What do you mean people pay you for advice? How did that start? Yeah. So, um, basically like, uh, he, okay. So how how did it start? I, I basically was, um, I don't know. I've always been the kind of person to help people out. And, uh, you know, like whenever someone makes a status, like, Hey, any suggestions on this? And, you know, I'd, I'd always make sure to, you know, give someone the best advice I could. It kind of kept going and pe- people have always been coming to me kind of for their questions about all sorts of things. Um, and a lot of them are like interpersonal relationship type of questions. Like what should I do in this situation? You know, questions that aren't like Googleable things that someone maybe can't really find out on their own and they need a third party, um, you know, someone who doesn't really have a strong bias either way, you know, like, um, and, and, you know, it's part of my policy that I don't tell, I don't really share anyone's question with anyone. Um, I don't know, like what's, what's like a thing vague that I could tell you that, um, kind of tied to thinking I've heard. Okay. So like I've had things like, um, like me and my manager have like been flirtatious at a bar and I'm trying to decide if I should use this as something, you know, to take advantage of, or should I, you know, nip it, nip it in the bud right away. And Are you licensed to be doing this? What did you go to college for? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not licensed to do this. Um, I studied art and I studied communication and I studied some high tech business stuff. I'm actually, yeah, I'm, so I'm actually really interested in um, entrepreneurship and uh, this was really, you know, kind of monetizing it and trying to sell my service uh, is really something that's very recent. Um, it's almost like a almost like a trial run. Do you ever have people call you with questions that you feel so unqualified to answer that you have to say no? Um, I haven't had any it thing come up yet where it's like, you know, like I am, I've, you know, like no one's ever called me that has like an addiction problem where my advice, you know, could could be, um, you know, there could be a lot more liability tied to my advice or, or like no one's ever called me with like legal advice, right? Cause like, that's just illegal. You know, you can't, you can't give someone legal advice if you're not licensed to do so, especially if you're charging them. So, um, you know, yeah, the more I do it, the more I feel like I'm really totally unqualified to be doing it. And, um, but you know, I still like doing it and it was an experiment, um, to really see if people are like interested in paying for, for, um, unbiased advice. Evan's 23. He works in tech. And then he has this other job. And people seem happy. The rate's five bucks per minute. Although charging that gets tough. Can I ask, like, would you ever, would you ever, like, pay, like, five bucks for, like, totally non-biased counseling type of advice? Well, that, I'm so glad you asked, because I was just about to ask you, what do you charge? And depending on what you said, I was going to ask if I could just ask you for some advice on this phone call. Yeah, and I'll do it for free. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, I am I am in total complete love right now with someone who is at this moment driving all of my stuff across the country and meeting me in New York and and like I'm like the plan is to be together. Um but I um so a couple years ago I I was I was diagnosed with something called polycystic ovary syndrome. One of the problems with that is that I'm I'm probably infertile. 
and I haven't told him that. So we've been together for a long time, and he's about to move to New York for me. And I haven't told him that kids probably, or at least biological kids, probably aren't on the table. And I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my like, so my gut is really just to say you should just tell him. And and you know, the timing of that is 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 going to be up to you. Um, it's going to come up if you're, if you're in love with this guy and you really want to be with him and you see yourself with him forever, like you're going to get married with him uh, or to him rather, I think it's going to come up anyway. And the longer you wait, the more it's going to stress you out and the more it's probably going to impact him when he hears it, you know, cause like, you know, eat, like every month that goes by is going to be another month of him thinking like, well, why didn't she tell me, you know, maybe, maybe the other thing is that like, you know, he could be the kind of guy who's, um, who's like not going to freak out terribly. I wanted to check in with Lena, see if she'd taken his advice, and if so, how had it gone? What you asked him, that was your first question, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a, that's a big question. That's like a doozy of a question. Yeah. Had it been on your mind a lot going into that interview? So what's been on my mind a lot is that I moved to New York just a few weeks ago, and my boyfriend followed me to New York. In September, he moved to California to be with me. And then two months later, I was like, wait a second, I know you just got here, but can we just move to New York instead? So he's made all of these huge grand gestures for me, which has worked out great because I get to be with the guy that I like in the places that I like. But, But the other thing I have to think about now is this person is like back and forth 3,000 miles each way just to be with me. And I I don't, I, I don't know. I've never had to think about commitment as much as I'm thinking about it right now. Had you, have you like asked your friends for advice about like whether to tell him about this? No. None? No. I didn't actually think about how serious my relationship was until a few weeks ago when I moved back to New York. Right. So it's only been a few weeks really that I've been thinking about the the long-term future of me and this guy that I'm with. But the minute I sat down for that phone call with the guy on Venmo, found out that what his what his like job is is that he gives people advice without thinking about it. It was just the first question that came out of my mouth. So did you did you act on the advice? Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like smiled in a way that suggests like it's going well. He made a Gattaca joke. He, Wait, a Gattaca joke? The movie Gattaca, where it's like the future of babies where you get to pick everything about them. Like, like it's like a future of test two babies, I guess. Right. Um, my boyfriend made a joke about by the time we're ready to have babies, like, it'll be Gattaca time. And, like, technology will take care of anything that my ovaries can't take care of. <laughs> That's really, like, sweet. So um, did you feel like it was good advice? I felt like it was very young advice. Tell me what you mean. Well, I don't actually, maybe age has nothing to do with it. it. He wasn't, he didn't go at it in a very complicated way. I'm definitely used to people when, when there's a problem asking me like a bunch of questions about it. And I think what he did was just insert himself into how he would feel if he were the dude whose girlfriend was withholding. I'm sure it's hard as a 22 year old dude to tell a woman who's a little bit older than you, like what to do with her fertility or like how to approach the topic of her fertility. But it did actually prompt you to have the conversation. Like it did help you. Yeah. In the end, in the end, I told my boyfriend. 
How long have you known about this and not said anything? I've known about I've known about the fertility thing since 2012. Um, so it sounds like it actually kind of helped you. Like I know you say you would have done it anyway, but you hadn't, and you did, and yeah. it was okay. <laughs> In a weird way, calling this kid prompted me to tell my boyfriend the truth about our future together. Reply All is hosted by Alex Goldman and me, PJ Vogt. Our producers, Alina Masitsis. Our editors this week were Alex Bloomberg, Lisa Chow, Starley Kine, and Caitlin Roberts. Matt Lieber makes the ship run. Our theme song is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. We're online at replyall.limo. Our site, which is very beautiful, was designed in partnership with Athletics. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next Wednesday.